Hi, this is Randy again, and this is going to be my blog podcast number 12 on Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Today I'm going to discuss um, one of my articles that I posted about the plot to destroy America, when and how did it start. Um, This plot to destroy America can be traced all the way back to 1931 when a Soviet spy walked down the gangplank of the liner SS Europa and into a new York. This began the War of Espionage, which was initiated by Joseph Stalin. Russia was still reeling from its defeat in World War I by Germany, and also which followed a series of failed wheat crops. When people were starving, industry was falling behind the rest of the world. Stalin realized that the only way to catch up was to steal all the technology he could get so he could spring forward with his economy. That is exactly what he did. By the time Russia was ready, was invaded by Germany in World War II, he had made remarkable roads in his industry and new techniques for planting successful crops, all at the expense of the U.S. Some of this technology, however, was sold to Russia, but the vast majority was stolen. By the end of the war, Russia was pr- World War II, should I say, Russia was producing weapons faster than they could use them. They were getting real-time data from the Manhattan Project, and just a few years after the end of the war, they successfully tested their first atomic bomb on August 29, 1949. The U.S. had only recently tested their first atom bomb on July 16, 1945. Needless to say, the U.S. was caught off guard by the Russian success, and relations between the two superpowers soon soured and led to the Cold War which lasted until the fall of the Berlin Wall on November the 9th, 1989. Russia tried everything to destroy our country during this time, from placing sleeper, sleeper agents in the United States to infiltrating all of major industries and our governmental agencies as well, to building missile silos in Cuba, which resulted in the Cuban Missile Crisis and nearly ended in a nuclear holocaust. There was even an urban legend about the placement of suitcase bombs being smuggled into the country. We became subsequently embroiled in the Korean War and the Vietnam War, both which were fought to stop the spread of communism. Our federal government almost ground to a halt during the 50s thanks to the Red Scare and McCarthyism. Russia, from time to time, still likes to dig her claws into the U.S., but her impact on our country has certainly lessened since the Berlin Wall fell. We have negotiated a decrease in nuclear missiles and the testing of nuclear munitions, but we both still possess way too many missiles. After the end of the Vietnam War, President Nixon and Henry Kissinger negotiated trade deals with China. This ushered in another long history of technological thievery, but this time it was China that was doing the, the thievery, the stealing. It also resulted in the loss of manufacturing jobs and the subsequent led to subsequent trade deficits. China has been quite open about their goal to be the most powerful country in the world. Where Russia failed, China is now succeeding. They learned from Russia's mistakes. They realized that they could not compete with our military. And they, when they w- watched when we fought the two Gulf Wars, they found out what our strengths were and what our weaknesses were. Our military relies way too much on satellites for communication. And they have been patient. They have worked from within our country to weaken our infrastructure and to weaken our family structure, economy, educational system, 
political system, manufacturing, technology, and even our communication and satellite systems. They have realized from the start that they could not beat us in a head-to-head -head competition. They also realized that they had to plan out a long-term campaign to beat us. Here is where their style of government comes in handy. They have a supreme leader who rules for life, so it is easy to develop a uniform plan of attack. While in the U.S., the longest a president can serve is eight years, and under special circumstances, close to ten years. So unless your vice president runs and wins also two terms, after your two terms as the president, you are at a very serious risk of having a good portion of your work reversed by the succeeding president. China, like Japan, subsidizes their major corporations. This gives them a major competitive advantage. It took a few decades to be finally able to compete with Japan on an even basis. Japan simply did not want to import any products from America, and they were exporting millions of cars to the U.S., and it, so which was resulting in a large and massive trade deficits. We have since reversed that trend. Also until re just recently, we were dependent on the Middle East for oil. Again, this resulted in trade deficits. So you can see that we've been hemorrhaging money for several decades. So, here China comes in and starts pumping billions of dollars in our economy, buying controlling interests in many of our tech companies, buying politicians off through sweetheart deals, and sending thousands of students to our colleges where they have been pumping big money into them as well. They gave incentive to the companies to move to China. Because of government support for corporations, they were able to sell products to the U.S. at a loss, putting more of our manufacturing out of business. They currently control critical sectors of many of our manufacturing companies. They control most of the production of pharmaceuticals, solar panels, and even computer chips, where we used to lead in Silicon Valley. And these items are critical and used in many of our networks and our military. With the infusion of money into the government and educational systems for the past 30 or so years, they've essentially now controlled most of our country. The university system is also a basically a puppet system of China and the Liberal Democratic Party. Because the educational control, teaching children that they are living in an evil country, many of the CEOs of tech companies, entertainment, media, were educated under this system, and they now lean toward socialism and the left. The Democrats control the House and the Supreme Court and a vast portion of the news media. Most of the social media companies are also controlled by the left. As a result, freedom of speech is almost a thing of the past. So in addition to China's impact on our country, we also have issues with the left on having effects on our country as well, adverse effects. Because whether you believe it or not, that is the ultimate goal, the destruction of America. Without America as the bastion of the free world, the rest of the countries will cave into socialism and communism like dominoes. The first way they are trying to destroy America is to make it a bilingual or multilingual and bicultural country. There is a great tension and turmoil in these societies. Second, by inventing multiculturalism, and encouraging immigrants to maintain their culture, where all cultures are equal with no cultural differences. Third, you would make it be believed that the dropout rate for these minorities is due to prejudice and discrimination by the majority. Fourth, the minorities need to be the least educated 
and the most antagonistic to the majority of the population. Fifth, get large companies to give large donations to these minority groups, increasing the belief that they are victims and that their failures are due to the majority. Six, promote dual citizenship and promote divided loyalties by celebrating diversity over unity, stress differences rather than similarities. Diverse people worldwide tend to hate each other. Seventh, control freedom of speech. Don't allow anything negative to be said about the minority groups and the Democratic Party and politicians, but practice freedom of speech and negative comments directed against the opposing party, making it impossible to enforce immigration laws. Anybody that has been following this article, the reading of this article, will see that the last portions of this article have all started to come true in an orderly way in the United States. In recent weeks, there has even been a concerted effort to destroy our heritage by destroying our statues, historical statues. However, to many on the left, the problem isn't with statues and memorials, it is the existence of the American Republic and the Judeo-Christian civilization itself. Thank you guys for paying attention and listening to my rantings and ravings on this subject. As always, please be safe and don't give up. We will see better days, I promise. Have a great day. Thank you.